genre. Back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where film is extra as we analyze and celebrate <laughs> Spider-Man 3, one scheming child minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Chelsea Kern. Hey, <laughs> welcome back, Chelsea. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Oh, of course. Delighted, yeah. Uh, yeah. Today, we have you for Minute 121, which begins with uh, the introduction of uh, a child with a business plan and <laughs> oh yeah uh, and ends with uh, with uh, Harry and Peter sharing the goblin board as it rolls upward I don't sure yeah it's I a, think so it's a rolling upward somersault I don't know yeah. how to yeah. once you're like it, once you're in that many dimensions I, I lose track of what we're <laughs> supposed to be calling things <laughs> right um it's some sort of aerial maneuver. Yeah, they, yeah. Didn't, they didn't cover this in uh, gymnastics, um, <laughs> so I don't I don't know what that is called. Um, well, we start on the ground. We do today. Uh, uh. as far down as on the ground as possible, um, yes. and we get what I believe is the final scene of J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, at that point. Yes, I think we might get yeah. a reaction shot later, but I think this is his last like. I don't know. I don't remember how this movie ends. <laughs> That's just a feeling. Uh, but I think this is the last like dialogue scene. Yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, did you rewatch it recently, Chelsea? Because like I have not. We've been working on this for months. I have not watched the whole movie since we started working on right. it. So my brain is a little. So clouded. I'm going to tell you guys a secret. Uh-huh. Yes. I had never watched it. Um, yeah. Beautiful. And today was my first time watching it. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Oh. I came very prepared. I promise. <laughs> but no, it, Thank you. it was exciting. I kind of thought that that would be an interesting perspective. Sure, but, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the we fact had, that I'd never seen. We yeah. had Jay on earlier this season, and he hadn't seen it and had not watched it for the show. So he nice. only watched his five minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> we got that perspective, and and now we'll have this perspective, which is good. Um, Great. I love it. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's an interesting, it does feel like a comeuppance that uh, Jane Jonah Jameson <laughs> in this series of films, his final appearance is uh, getting scammed by a child. <laughs> <That's> fantastic. <laughs> is that a cosmic justice or something? Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, this is fun. like the conceit here, right? Is that in this 2007, uh, we still didn't all carry around like high definition cameras in sure. our pockets. Well, it, it was like, and even if we did, I don't, I'm not convinced <clears> that <throat> this J. Jonah Jameson would ever have one. Oh no! Right? Yeah, he'd have yeah, a flip phone until the day he died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
or one of those like indestructible Nokia's. Yeah, or he's got like a T nine texting. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like if you if you want to get a hold of me, you can come to my office like a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited because I realized uh, the last time I was on with you guys, I also had another J Jonah Jameson clip that was hey. my favorite. Oh, so yeah. when I turned on this clip and saw that it was starting with that, I was like, heck yes, this is amazing. <laughs> Full really circle. excited about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's fun. It's a fun exchange. I um, I wouldn't have thought to like pair JJ with like a kid before this but it's a, a good contrast i guess yeah and it's a great uh, kid too like they could have easily had some kid who's all like scared or whatever of this mm-hmm. loud crazy dude but she's just like oh no <laughs> taking no crap yeah. from him well this is she's this got is, new yorker energy this is yep. uh, <laughs> sam raimi's daughter right correct yes oh. yeah this is emma raimi yeah nice the, uh, the final raimi uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like child. child. There's like a more yeah. <laughs> Final Raimi child, whatever. In this movie, um, yeah, this is uh, <laughs> offspring. She, like her, bro- yeah, offspring. There it is. <laughs> we got we got there eventually. Um, uh, she and her brothers, like her brothers, she was also in uh, Drag Me to Hell very briefly. Um, but she she kept doing other little acting bits as well. Uh, not just um, you know those two movies her dad made. Like she. Had a small role in the Bratz movie in 2007, so the same the year that this Bratz came out. Bratz movie. Oh, my god! Yeah, gosh. they made a Bratz movie. I forgot about I never, that. I never watched it, but apparently Logan Browning, it like, stars in it. The uh, um, Sam from Dear White People. She's an incredible oh. actress. Oh. And I'm just like, what? In the Bratz movie? So hmm. kind of made me want to, like... It's a long time ago, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Track it down and watch it. I don't know. A lot of people were a lot of things yeah. when they were kids. <laughs> Ryan Gosling was in the Mickey Mouse Club, so like, come on. Yeah, he sure that's was. True. Are you afraid of the dark too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she did that, and she she kept acting here and there. Uh, like, um, she was in a a short film that her her brother Lauren directed in 2012, which I thought was kind of cool. A uh, 15 minute short. Uh, that one was called the the Playful Coach, and then she appeared in a, a much more ambitious project that's still technically a short film because it's 39 minutes long. Um, that came out this year called fanboy and i was i was looking into this and it had such a like mystifying cast and high production values i was like what i I was really confused until i figured out who it was directed by so this is a short film that's like the length of a uh episode of television it's 39 minutes long Mm -hmm. uh it's called fanboy and it's it stars fran kranz from you know the cabin in the woods and uh, dollhouse and all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. as a, a video store employee who journeys across the country to try to audition for the next big film from Sam Raimi, his favorite director. Huh? Okay. Uh, it's like a follow your dreams type project. JK Simmons is in there. A couple what? other character actors are in there and Emma's in there, but she's playing herself, Emma and Sam is also in the movie. And I finally was like, well, then who directed this thing? And it was uh, Jillian Green, Sam Raimi's wife. So her mom directed this oh. <laughs> ambitious short film oh, wow. that apparently came out this year. Uh, I think it, it came out on Amazon, like Amazon Prime. I'm, I want to like maybe watch it this weekend or something yeah. because um, it just seemed interesting to see like what sort of, what is this Sam Raimi's like family making their own little project look like? And right. um and the idea that the premise would toy with the idea that 
Sam is making a comeback, making another movie. Now, <laughs> I don't think there's like clues in there because I watched the, tra- <laughs> I watched the trailer for it. And uh, apparently the new Sam Raimi movie is For Love of the Game 2. (laughs) I have to assume that's not what's actually happening. Um, It's also not a great movie for Fran Kranz to be auditioning for, to be honest. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. But it's it's Fran Kranz's character. Maybe his character in the short film is a good fit for the movie. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I I thought that was charming that... uh, the family kept making projects, and she kept acting in them. Yeah. yeah. So this is Emma Ramey. Okay. Yeah, she really she really just throws it right back at J.K. Simmons, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, films extra. It's amazing. The thing that is uh, that that's killing me though about this scene is that like it's a cute scene, but like like did this little girl like just just like see this sucker from a mile away and just like <laughs> set this whole thing up? Because she's at the beginning of this scene, she is. Using the camera, oh yeah, it would seem, but there's no film in it, so she she just setting him up, and it's like she came over here knowing that he's not going to have a camera and is going to need one. It's such a weird, it's a weird scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unless she can like, unless she's like, all right, I'll just eat the cost of Mike the roll of film I'm using. Because I can get more out of this guy if I charge him for, like, the second roll I have in my bag. Oh, yeah. That, like, like when he goes digging in his pockets, she just pulls the film out or something. Oh, maybe. But there's, That's maybe. possible. But the, yeah. eh, it's not really a lot of time for it. It's. I mean, maybe she does this everywhere. Grown-ups are gullible, and she knows it. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes to every crazy local community scene that's... Just she waits. was there at the crane disaster earlier yep. in the movie. Like, just, anybody need a camera? Yep. Anybody need a camera? <laughs> hundred bucks sucker uh, I love that Sam's direction in this scene is like it's as if he told her to treat him like the stupidest person that she's ever spoken to like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. why would I want a job I'm a kid <laughs> it's so great it doesn't really phase him. He's just like, all right, uh, money. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, make he's a- not like surprised by her. He's just like, ah, this frigging kid. Also, gotta yeah. point out that he spent more money on this camera, and I would assume the film. He spent he spent way more on the camera, and I assume the film than he ever did on any of the photos that he bought off of Peter already. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, supply and demand, my friends. Yeah. Supply and demand. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know that guy behind. I'm still stuck on this guy in the shocker jacket. Like he has such a. We, we couldn't see last week, but the guy like right behind J.K. Simmons with the with the camera. I mean, a lot of people have cameras, but the guy directly mm-hmm. behind him has this like puffy Ooh. jacket with like quilted seams or whatever that kind of looked like the shocker material. Um, but he has like the most. Like crazed, like a like a Vincent Price, like Hammer Films esque, like face on him. Whoa. Like he's just like scared out of his mind, and his like the 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 wrist. What do you call that? The like cuff of his uh, of his jacket is all chewed up, all weird. Like he just like yeah. escaped from a I don't know a tussle with a werewolf or something. <laughs> like, it, it's just what is this guy's deal? Yeah. What is his story? I don't know. I like to oh, assume, wow. I, I assume that this guy is, you know, uh, being an extra, they probably just told him to like 
I don't know, wear clothes, like whatever their right. thing was, like just show up wearing whatever you were wearing. And I imagine this guy is like a is like a Spider Man fan and wore this jacket on purpose. Ooh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Okay. Because it's like it's too specific. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like to the point where. Like, there's no way, like, okay, what are the odds of just someone randomly having a jacket that looks exactly like another villain that the hero has in the movie that they're playing an extra in? Like, that's so, (laughs) that's so specific. I don't know. I think it was done on purpose. Yeah. Or or even if it was a a happy accident, if, like, he uh, ended up there on the day with that, they still had to approve the wardrobe. And be like, oh, that's cool. We should use that. Yeah. And yeah. then he wouldn't have actually and en- accidentally ended up being directly behind J.K. Simmons. Like, right. It, even if it wasn't like, I there's no version of this where like Sam sent out an APB like I'll only accept extras if they have like <laughs> <laughs> if they have jackets that look like other Spider-Man villains. You right. know, somebody shows up with like <laughs> stripes on their Mirage outfit or something. Right. Like, I don't think that's what happened, but. Um, there's the the cascade of choices that end up with that man there is kind of fun to look at because they're like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Do it. Why not? (laughs) Films extra. (laughs) Films extra. (laughs) Film, film is extra. (laughs) like, you know, film, the medium, Uh, you little punk. Extra. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She does look like uh, punky Brewster. Actually, oh, oh a bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just, just very precocious, and uh-huh. you know, <laughs> the just got her like big kid teeth in, mm-hmm. and it's just yep. like I'm really gonna stick it to this this old guy. He's no what <laughs> I love what he's I getting love into. J.K. Simmons' uh, face in response to that. This like. I have it pulled uh, the, up right now. Yeah, this, this, this got me over a barrel grimace that he's got. Yep. It's so good. The way his like, think, lip curls. Yeah. And, oh. yeah. I think my favorite like J.K. Simmons acting choice is right before that, like when he opens up the back of the camera. He does this like, it's one like emotional moment, but he draws it out into like two beats where like he's looking down at the camera and then he like slowly lifts up like just in fury and then turns <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's he he doesn't just like turn to look at her like pissed that he discovered it he has to like have the moment where he realized he's been gone yeah. right and i think it's just fun to watch him like linger in that space for a second that <sighs> <laughs> do you think this has happened to him before Maybe. I don't know. Or he used to pull stuff like this. Yeah, I feel like oh, he, he yeah. like he's annoyed by her, but he also weirdly respects her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. America. I get it. Uh, entrepreneur. Okay. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, JK is uh he's he's great. And uh this is this is a great scene. I I wish we had more of him in the bugle, um, mm-hmm. you know, before the this movie wrapped up. But uh, you know, it is what it is, and uh, I guess if that's the yeah. last time we see him, oh well. What are you gonna? It do? was worth yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he asked for this hat so that he didn't have to wear the wig on this day? Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> like that flat top 
wig that he always has to have. Probably, or or you know, I, or he conceived of why he would wear a hat. He's just like, well, he's 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 a 1930s guy, right? Like that's the vibe <laughs> you're going for. And 1930s right. men wore hats, so he would wear a hat and a yeah. trench coat. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, a look. It's a good look. Yeah, it is a good look. Um, it reminds me <laughs> of uh, a look in, uh, I believe it's Chip Zdarsky's run. Of spectacular Spider-Man, uh, J. Jonah Jameson has like a another persona where he's like trying to get back to being like a journalist again, not even an editor, just a oh. journalist again. And, sure. and he mm-hmm. would like put on the hat and the trench coat and go do like you know deep throat journalism stuff and like <laughs> um, yeah. he, like he had to like go dig it in the back of his closet for that stuff and and throw it <laughs> back on and like go go hit the streets again um, right and nice. that's what this reminds me of back his very it. own superhero costume yeah yeah Aww. like he's the shadow or something right. yeah. yeah absolutely that's fun um <laughs> so uh so yeah then we get we get some stuff of uh of of Peter and and Harry like really working together um in like cool ways uh you know yeah. yes Harry yeah. almost getting slapped by Sandman and Peter catching him and swinging him around and letting him uh, get back on his uh on his glider again mm-hmm. um it's uh it's really cool stuff i really just love seeing them work together and showing the ways that uh, a Spider-Man and a Goblin could um, uh, help each other and yeah. uh, work as a team. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's a lot of fun. They pair really well together. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of that uh, that kid playing with action figures feeling, but not in like a I don't mean in a dismissive way or anything. Sure. Just like that that that's fun to like you know I, I'm ba- Batman's over here playing with. The Green Lantern, how mm-hmm. do we like work together? And oh, I made a big thing for you to slide down. Like that feeling um, of that joy of play is there. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's a, a dangerous situation, but you know, that's that's why we connect to superheroes, right? That's one of the things that's fun. Yeah, and for sure. A thing we haven't had in this series until now the idea of like a Spidey team up. Um, yeah. I just think it looks really cool in this shot, too. I think this is one of the more successful just like animations they have with the team ups. Like, you know, last week how Harry came flying in Han Solo-esque to, to save Peter when he was in a tight spot. And now, you know, he gets to do the same thing for him. Mm-hmm. Swing in, yeah. gotcha, and lift him up. It's just, I don't know, it just makes me feel good. Yeah. It's a wacky movie, but this wacky's fun. I mean, the best the best part of, uh, comes, uh, I think, in tomorrow's minute. But um, I yeah. do still really like seeing them uh, work together and stuff. I think it's uh, I think it's really great. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so then uh, the taxi starts to fall um, and is about to fall oh, on MJ. And I think it's, <laughs> I, I, I like how he, how, how Harry like shouts at Peter to be like, look what's happening. But it's like, <laughs> okay, or you could just go up there and like, right. <laughs> take care of it. Like, you don't like, I think You're I don't can fly. I think the, uh, the quote unquote bro code doesn't really apply when, when the girlfriend right? is in mortal danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> up top. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do love that shot where like it just comes the uh, the taxi cab that is comes right towards the camera that um, yeah 
that z-axis thing again that we were talking about um new ways that they try to play with depth in the frame and sometimes they just go right for you know just throw something right at the screen not in a like cheesy uh um like a 3d effect coming out yeah yeah way but just um just use that like perspective shot front center like they do that a lot in um mad max fury road Mm -hmm. how a lot of the um the biggest action Mm. stuff is uh centrally symmetrically located in the frame yeah Mm -hmm. Um, if you you use it sparingly it's very like it's it's cool when it happens it makes you want to duck out of the way yeah definitely (laughs) um and then and duck out of the way she does but what i like about the way that she sort of rolls out of the way of the taxi is like she doesn't get hit but then she gets like sucked into the hole because there's like immediately falls through yeah there's nothing holding her there like it was just the sort of uh, momentum of rolling out of the way that uh mm-hmm. that that allowed that you know that was like the only thing holding her up and then once she just sort of like rolled back she went right through the hole right plus there's there's a bigger hole now because of all the strands that it broke on the way right, out exactly that like the whole thing's less structurally so it's it's never like uh it's never like mary jane is falling because like oh i'm like dumb and i can't do anything it's always like the the stakes of the situation keep getting worse for her and she you know finds new ways to try to escape them until she can't right it's not like yeah oh, i'm just there <laughs> just doing whatever i felt like she I, was I'm, falling I'm impressed by that cash yeah <laughs> i i felt like she was falling for like five minutes i i cheated and watched my <laughs> minutes before i watched the movie and so i like had a vague recollection like oh yeah my minute starts you know somewhere around this time and like like mj falls and something else falls in this web thing and there were like 10 times before this that i was like oh this must be it and then i was like no it's not it (laughs) (laughs) it just kept happening (laughs) yeah it's like it goes from uh, her being so far away from the action on the ground to getting like marginally closer and closer, yeah. but never to the degree that it's like safe for her. Exactly. Right? Like, <laughs> out of the frying pan into the uh, well, same frying pan. It's just a slightly, <laughs> slightly smaller frying pan. <laughs> oh um, man! Um, but uh, yeah, then uh, she starts falling and. Uh, uh, she like dangles on a on a, like a like a little thread of the uh web i guess she's like mm-hmm. kind of like holding on to that which um yeah i mean that's got to be just like the most terrifying thing the like literally oh, yeah. hanging over what did we hanging decide this was 30 stories 40 stories i think they said they started at 80 and she's been dropping like 10 or so each okay incident so she's, so probably, she's probably, probably still around 40 or yeah, so I 50 don't know. 40 50 something like that but you're just dangling mm. over like 50 stories oh yeah Ugh. just holding on to one thing with one hand um Ugh. horrifying hanging on by a thread horrifying yeah no thank you no hope uh dangles on a string you know? <laughs> oh boy <laughs> sorry uh, wrong show wrong show anyway. wrong, wrong season uh yeah so this is uh then they uh they go after her and then that's when um uh spidey uh gets gets on the front of uh harry's board and they start like riding his uh goblin board together Um, yeah which is really the whole reason why he has a snowboard i think is just so that they could do this um yeah for sure yeah and i'm into it yeah like it makes me happy uh it's you know, 
friends. They gotta help. They got these are our core three people, right? Like, yeah. However, however strange and sort of convoluted the road to get here has been, mm-hmm. I I do legitimately legitimately care about like these three people and their relationships with each other. Yeah, absolutely. And so mm-hmm. when they're just like literally all coming together at this moment, I get really, I don't know, not sentimental, but um, it, it works for for his. For all the weird stumbles that this movie has, uh, I I never feel like the core relationships are are broken irreparably. Yeah. Um, or or that they don't still connect to me. Like right. I I care about these I care about these guys. Yeah. I do. It all started with a field trip. Aww. <laughs> it did. So precious. <laughs> uh, now <laughs> started out a field trip. Now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the largest scanning electron microscope on the eastern sea. <laughs> who, who wouldn't? <laughs> um, anyway, don't make me look bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think that's uh, that's all we got for uh, this particular minute. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. There's not really anything left here to talk about. Uh, so uh, we will be back tomorrow. In the meantime, if you want to talk about. Uh, what we talked about today. Uh, maybe you've seen the short film that Zach was talking about earlier and you want to tell oh. us about it. Or uh, maybe yeah. Zach will post the trailer to this uh, on today um, when you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, go check out the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group uh, on Facebook. And that's where, uh, that's where our little community hangs out and talks about Spider-Man things and uh, uh, Spider-Man it's Minute so things. Fun. Yeah, so uh, check that out. That's the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group on Facebook. And we will be back tomorrow with Minute 122. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.